right. Three, two, one. Bear has nothing to do with hiking. Get on the trail. We're talking about dirt, mud, blood, and guts. Can nobody for fiesta? It's the Trail Show. My God, Polly. Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. What the hell are you two doing, Mike? Felicia P.O.D. Amosio. What are you girls doing up here? Mike Dilo DiLorenzo. Yeah! Poor Max Maganati. He's a fraud. And now, from Dilo's basement, is the Trail Show. Yes! I love it when the people cheer. Live from DiLorenzo Studios in the heart of Boulder, Colorado's historic beer district, you are listening to The Trail Show. We've been downloaded over 13,000 times and are now heard in over 65 countries around the world. Shout out to everybody that has been downloading the show. We had our most uh, high-volume download month yet. So thanks to everyone. Thanks to all our listeners who donated their hard-earned money this past month to help keep this little show of ours rolling along. We really mean it when we say thanks for listening and for the passion you have for this little show of ours. P.O.D. is going to be giving some shout-outs to the donators later on the show, so stay tuned. And once again, a big thank you to all the folks downloading the show on iTunes. Don't forget to head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and leave some feedback iTunes is sort of a big deal in the podcast world. Today's show is sponsored by the Trail Show Cafe Press online store. Head over to cafepress.com slash the trail show to find all the trail show swag you could possibly need and then some. Coffee mugs, pine glasses, stickers, magnets, beer labels, hoodies, hats, and t-shirts. And now, by demand of our audience, thongs. (laughs) <laughs> All with the Trail Show logo. We get 20% of the profits, which helps us keep the show afloat. If you buy something, you'll be, helping a, you'll be helping us while showing your support for the show at the same time. That's cafepress.com slash the trail show. Thanks. If you or your business or website is interested in advertising on the Trail Show, please email our large advertising staff at sales at the trail show.com. All right, folks, let's set the table. What are we getting into today? Am I the only one with the uh, no, the, I, the table? You did the, the yes, table instructions because we weren't silverware. we weren't allowed to write it down ourselves. Okay, so. great. So tonight we're going to be talking about Soul Train Night, POD's yes. favorite holiday of the year, and it is right. hiking related somehow, right? Sure. Okay, great. Absolutely. We've got a lot of news to cover, right, Mags? Lots of news. Lots of news. Lots of news. Uh, we've got some reviews. Two, two two reviews. Two reviews. And what are we reviewing tonight? Tell it on the mound, the legendary PC documentary, PCT documentary. It's finally come out. Yes. And A Child's Walk in the Wilderness, a new book by Paul Molino about his... <laughs> about you his, say Magnati. <laughs> no, I didn't say Magnati. About his... Uh, but it is a French-Canadian name. Well, actually, Magnati is not a French-Canadian no. name. <laughs> but Magnati is from a French-Canadian region of the world, Rhode Island. <laughs> and this book is about uh, Paul's Paul's hike, not Magnanti, but Paul Molino's hike with his eight-year-old son on the Appalachian Trail. Not my son. Sweet. I've right, got you know. a 225-mile uh, hike on the Hey Duke Trail coming up that i got to talk about. I originally had plans for the Grand Enchantment Trail, and plans have changed, so we'll get into that. Um, and, Mags, you did a recent trip with Andrew Skirka. Winter backpacking on skis. 
No. Yes. I might, I might I, have to shut it down. I don't know if we can have that on the show. Discount. I don't know. It that was backpacking in Rocky Mountain National Park on skis. The whole time on skis. Yes. All right. Wow. Did you have your skis on at camp, too? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we did, because otherwise you post hole in the snow. Huh. You didn't, like, stomp around your tents to, like... St- but that only works so much when there's fresh snow. Okay. Wow. Sweet. And we've also got a special guest in studio this week. Oh, look at there. He was filming a special across the hall. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Scooby Page. Woo! And Scooby is here to end Delo's monastery beer problems forever. Yes. We didn't think it was going to happen. Scooby was originally going to be on the February show, and then he got the Hantavirus or something, H1N1, <laughs> I don't know, one of those, and he couldn't make it, but we've got him. We're happy to have you in the studio. Thanks for being on the show, Scooby. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sweet. Is that special next door that you were filming? Is that about uh, Beer Week? Is that a Beer Week special that you were filming? No, it's porn. No. <laughs> of course. <laughs> a different kind of special, if you will. In, in I will. We will. Okay, Wait, great. It, it, across the hall from D. Lorenzo Studios? <laughs> yeah. Apparently really? there's a porn studio in your basement you didn't know about. Uh, I had no idea, man. <laughs> right behind the washing machine. Uh, yeah. It's like oh, poltergeist. Oh, yeah. I can see how that the studio could go there. It's actually on the washing machine. <laughs> Get uh, that little vibrating motion. Uh-huh. You know? Hey, guys, this has nothing to do with hiking. I know. You know what we need? More gear reviews. So, and what we actually need and what you will always get on the trail show is Beer of the Month, Ask a Hiker with D'Lo. We missed the Noodleheads top 10 last month. Sorry, Noodleheads. We got you covered this month. And we've got a couple Ask a Hiker questions, some Ask a She-Hiker questions, and Trail of the Month. And a contest. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yes. Special contest. Stay tuned for that. We'll give you all the details a little bit later. a movie date with Pepper. (laughs) Or a she-hiker. That's right. Or a barn raising with the Amish. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Let's get started with Mike DeLorenzo's Beer of the Week Month. All right. So, actually, Scooby, Mike Page is going to be hijacking your beer of the month. Yeah, punt deal. over to that guy. Man. Yeah, we're, we're going to punt it. What are we, what, we've already started drinking. What do we have in our hands right now? Yeah, we actually are drinking some Wildwoods Ponderosa Porter. Oh, very good. This is a brewery very close to Mags' home base. Yeah. Right across the street. Just down the street. They're a really small brewery. It's two couples that are running it. They're all outdoor themed. Perfect match for you guys. Yeah. I know, I know. What else do you have planned for us tonight, Scooby, beer-wise? Yeah, I mean, I'm just on to talk a little bit about beer, I guess, and um, see what questions you guys have. I mean, how do you like the beer that you're drinking now? What do you think? I'm not a huge Porter fan, but this is super smooth and... I, I like it, and I do taste like the the vanilla hints. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is pretty. It's pretty smooth. I mean, yeah. What do you guys think? It's my favorite from Wildwoods that I've had. Is it? Mm. Yeah, I've wow, had a flight. I've had a flight of their beer yeah. twice now, and this it's is like my all six beers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what's cool about it. I mean, it's like this little mom and pop place with yeah. some really good beer. I'm a little nervous about the way you're. Simultaneously sustaining the <laughs> beer cup on a whiteboard and talking with your hands. <laughs> I, I actually noticed a fair amount of sloshing in the glass <laughs> oh, no. as the glass w- glass is moving fairly violently at points of time. I, are you saying I talk with my hands a lot? I'm Ooh. saying maybe you should yep. put the beer down when you talk with your hands. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Don't we? Don't we also have the best beer in the world? In the world, uh, you know, maybe. How about this? The best beer in the world. 
Yes, proctologist. What would you like? Yeah. I was going to say we should give some props to Scooby here for our listeners who don't know him like we do. It's yeah. true. He knows more about bear than anyone else I know. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he yeah. bruises he his own bear. He knows more about bear than anyone. Ever. <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. But really, I mean, his... Wow. He's just a passion for him, and he's an expert, and we're very honored to have him in the studio. Yeah, we are in, we're not worthy, but we're thankful. It's true, and I want to give everyone a little background on Scooby, because I think I know him probably better than most everyone else in the room. So what I know about Scooby is that when he decides to do something, he goes all in. So yeah. let me give you a few examples. So when I first came to Colorado, I actually stayed at Scooby's apartment. And at that point, he was into making bread. Okay, mm-hmm. It was July in Boulder, no air conditioning. <laughs> and he was like, I'm going to start making bread. And it was delicious. But he didn't trust the uh, thermometer on the oven. <laughs> so he had rigged his own thermometer that went inside the oven so he could have it at the perfect temperature. Of course. It's yeah. important. And then, and then he decided later on that he was into coffee, right? So he was roasting his own beans because, you know, you can't trust the beans that you get roasted in the store. And he bought this, like, <laughs> expensive grinder because it had to be exactly perfect, you know. Right. And, and so I was like, I can't wait till Scooby gets into making cheese. That's going to be really exciting. But anyway, so I just wanted to give you some background on the, um, the precision with which Scooby really gets into stuff. Yeah. You know, it's just fun. I'm just, I know. I'm totally curious about everything. So I just I have to explore every little last detail of it. It's and great. you're an AT through hiker, correct? I am. And you guys met on the AT, POD and Scooby? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. D- did you guys hike together for? Sure. Yeah. On and off. Yep. And another interesting fact about Scooby is that he went an entire month on the AT without taking a shower <laughs> And not because showers weren't available. He wanted to see what it would be like to go for a month without taking a shower. So he actually stayed yes. in hotel rooms and didn't take showers. Yes. Wow. That's, really? that's just wrong, dude. <laughs> no, that's, that's cool. And, and you know what? I went 31 days, too. Not 30 because I right. had to do the month. And uh, the longest month. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Qu- question for you, uh, Mr. Scooby. Yes. How, how did you feel? Not showering. Uh, you know, I think after like a couple of weeks, you just get used to it and you're, you're good. <laughs> you weren't temp- Did you wash yourself off with like in streams at all? No, not really. So you didn't wash you didn't your face? Cheat. I didn't want to wash my face you didn't or cheat. something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, the heck with That's hygiene fine. and the whole germ theory of disease? Just Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Germs. What about your hands? Did you wash your hands? Uh, I probably wash my hands. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> it's not a definite. It's just. Yeah. And one time, one time at the apartment, I came in and Scooby had a big, one of those big five cup Pyrex things in the microwave with water in it. And he pulled it out and put a thermometer in it. And I was like, what are you doing? He was like, I'm going to make some tea. And I was like, <laughs> okay. He's like, it has to be at the perfect temperature. Otherwise it tastes bad. Right. Of course. Come on. <laughs> Come on, guys. What are you doing oh, with your teas? Good grief. So, I, I, you know, one of the other things that I just started doing was um, I call it the Boulder Tasting Lab. And we're just getting together a bunch of people that are interested in beer. And we're doing sort of like taste experiments. Hmm. And um, so we're doing like you know, always blind tastings. I don't believe in like, you know, serving a beer that you know, because that's that's totally tainting your opinion of it. Yeah, sure. 
So, uh, you know, I always do blind taste tests. Sometimes we have them timed. You know, we just try and do different things. A lot of times we'll do like a, a tainted sample. We'll take some Keystone Light or something. <laughs> I, I've, got a co- I've got a complete kit of, uh, of beer off flavors. And so we'll just taint them. And I just have people write down what they think. You know, yeah. like, what is this flavor that you're getting right now? You know, does it remind you of something? You know, if you can dig up that memory and a- associate it with like a word, school? you know. You know, I've or got a grandma's laundry or whatever, you know. I've got a memory. What growing up in the south, I drank a lot of Keystone Light on purpose nice. as a youth. And nice. it's funny to me that, that the Boulder Tasting Lab uses that brand of beer to taint the good beer. Yeah, man. So like at the last one I bought like the suitcase of Keystone Light. Of course. It's, actually, it's probably the first time I've ever bought a Keystone Light. Really? And, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Um, so I, I pull up to the counter and I have this suitcase of Keystone Light and then like you know a twenty dollars stout, you know. <laughs> and the oh guy, the guy is like, "Oh yeah, man, that's totally what I do, you know. Like <laughs> drink the good stuff first and then just get sloshed on the Keystone Light all night long." And I was like, "Actually, I'm going to do it the exact opposite. <laughs> we're going to taint some beer and then we're going to drink the good stuff afterwards." Was he offended? He was kind of taken back. You know, yeah. that's something totally new for him. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So, so when you taint the beer, it's not all Keystone Light? It's like a little bit of Keystone Light? Is that? No, it's, it, it's actually like a liter of Keystone Light. I pour it into a uh-huh. jar, and then yeah. I've got a vial of this off flavor that I just mix it in, and then I pour it all out and uh, hmm. serve it blind. Hmm. So wow. you're actually drinking, you're really drinking Keystone Light with some, uh, with like some raspberry yeah, or something? Yeah, because, you know, like Keystone Light has next to no flavor, so. Yeah. Right. right. So, so what's the off flavor that you use? Oh, it's a kit of 24 off flavors. So, you know, we've got all sorts of things, including, like, butyric acid, which is usually, <laughs> like, bile or rancid butter. Oh, oh my God. Uh, wow. Caprylic acid, which is usually described as goaty. Ooh, okay. And uh, tell me you, you didn't shower for a month in the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> this is cool. Right, right. Rancid butter and goaty taste right. That's oh it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, unreal. Interesting. Well, I think we need to uh, give somebody a phone call. Oh, yeah. It's that time. It's that time. That time of the month. I was driving down the I-5, and I had this crazy bowel movement. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't uh, stop. There was no exits. All the exits were gone. I just had this crazy bowel Splotch movement. Suddenly, Splotch talks like Meadow Ed. Mag's Who, grandma. We need to get Meadow Ed on the show. Right? Yeah. Remember we talked about that? I we, think I'm also on the hook to do something with Squatch. No, I, I've already looked something. into it. Sweet, thanks. I'm, was, I'm on it. Let's play a prank on him. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. How are you doing? Uh, doing all right. I have a little bit of a, a gnarly cold. I think I uh, picked up on uh, one of two flights on the way back from Portland a week and a half ago. Hmm. So uh, there might be some horking. Oh. Some horking. Okay, just give us yeah. a little warning. I'll try. So what's been happening, man? So you, you've been on the road. You've been showing films. You've been producing films. You've been making m- movies, making lots of money. What's going on? Getting groupies. Okay, first of all, everything you just said was false. Okay. Uh, the, all the plurals you use, movies and produce, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, but there's, I guess, a kernel of a truth in there. Uh, yeah, I had a, the screening up in, uh, up in Portland. It was a great town. A lot of friends up there. A lot of hikers. Screening of uh, what? Screening of uh, Citizen Kane. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. Know. That's right. I made that film <laughs> when I was uh, pre-embryonic. Um, but no, a flip-flop flipping two. Sweet. Available at squatchfilms.com. And um, 
It went well. Um, we didn't sell out this time. I didn't do a lot of uh, uh, prep before because the film was finished later than I'd hoped. But we had a good turnout, 110-ish. That's pretty good and, for 2 p.m. Yeah. on a Thursday. No, it was, it was a, a Saturday at 4. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> once again, you're... Uh, well, my date is uh, off. Yeah. That crack reporting by Disco, you know. Yes, emphasis on crack. Crack, yeah, <laughs> right. So you had 110, you 110 people showed up. Was, was anybody, was there jeering and cheering and tomato throwing? Like, what, what went down? Well, that you know, that's to be expected. Uh, but, um, no, it was like uh, people said they liked it. You know, but who's going to, seriously, I mean, who's going to tell you if they don't like your film, if you're actually there? You know, so yeah. Uh, but um, so far, you know, the people who uh, people who bought it and the copies I've sent to, I haven't heard actually one negative thing, which is actually worrying me. So that it could be conspiratorial that it really blows and people are really afraid uh, to let me know it sucks. So well, I assume you didn't watch it, even though I sent you a link the other day because well, like, you're. A- you sent me the link yesterday, man. Come on. Hey, we'll we'll watch that movie just as soon as you listen to one whole episode of the Trail Show. Yeah, you dirty sob. Hello. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yellow. You offended him. <laughs> Squatch. Oh, did we lose him? I think so. I love Skype. So wait, you're telling me you're never going to watch my front of phone? <laughs> oh, you're there. He's back. <laughs> He's back, everyone. What? Well, we Squatch. lost. Squatch. Squatch is back, everyone. We lost you there for did about you, twenty you... seconds. How uh-huh. much? How much drinking has been going on before this? <laughs> this uh, not podcast? a lot. We really just started, and I'm not exaggerating. I right? got a whole cooler full. Yeah, but uh, g- give us an hour, man, and this this interview would be complete trash. <laughs> oh, it's going to seem very entertaining. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, need, you need a Ludens? <laughs> Ricola. Like, I need that. So, uh, uh, Squatch. Squatch. Yeah. Squatchy poo. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that I've been looking into uh, venues in the Denver area for your film. Thank, thank so, you. I appreciate that. Any any luck? Um, You know, not yet. I've had some other things going on. I've been um, pretty busy, but... I have been, I have been on it, and I have the next week off. And one of my goals is to uh, go uh, put in some FaceTime at a couple, Ooh. couple theaters, and uh, you know, Thank you. wear maybe like Sweet. a low cut shirt or cut out shirt yeah. or something. Oh yeah, some Daisy Dukes, cut out uh, butt I'm cheek th- shorts or something. <laughs> Are you I'm gonna definitely better you than Lawton? Yes. <laughs> and who's going to go anyway? in there incognito? Because uh, disco in a low cut. Dress. He's not gonna hey, cut it. you've minute. actually it, never seen him in a low cut dress. Okay? Yeah, man. Well, but um, we no. have something we have to tell you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was that time back in '08. Uh, yeah. No, I am not going to go incognito, but I'm going to take Mags with me incognito. Okay. There you go. So they won't know who Mags is. That's so right. he'll be wearing a disguise. I'll be wearing Daisy Dukes. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Think about all the fur coming out the crotch of those things. Whoa! Hey, now! Come <laughs> whoa! Whoa! Hey, man! You know keep, our listeners did not sign up. Keep for it family friendly. Fur coming out. What families are listening Dukes? to this podcast? None. Come on! Absolutely zero. Anyway, so I just want to let you know that I am on it. You can Thank always you. always count on the teacher to be responsible. That's yes. Hey, Thank squ- you. I, I do. I do appreciate that. Hey, Squatch, how's the and, big uh, How's the Bigfoot show going? That? How's the Bigfoot show going? 
The Bigfoot show is is going. You know, we've had some uh, some heated uh, debate. I don't know if I mentioned that on the last show. We've hmm. gotten into this whole, uh, you know, kill no kill thing, and I'm I'm definitely on the no kill side. My my co my co wait a minute are like if these things are real, they want to like they want to plug one for a for a specimen, and I think that's evil. really they have yeah, a, they have a really? stuffed they have a stuffed Sasquatch in the um, Nepalese restaurant in Golden. Yeah, hmm. well, right? should, I guess we should check that out. Maybe they won't have to shoot one. Then. <laughs> Just for the record, Squatch, I'm in the no kill camp. So good. The kill camp. There's this undiscovered creature. Let's go kill it. <laughs> of course, I man. Know. It's very yeah, American. Could be in, they, or could Japanese. Be in danger. Let's blow one away. <laughs> <laughs> it's rare. Let's kill it. Let's shoot the thing. I, I have no problem if they eat it. See, because we all have to eat oh. something that. That was alive. Gross. Time, you call Scooby I, I when you're they, ready to do that. He'll yeah, try sounds it. Good. Scooby's in yeah. studio with us today, Squatch. Yeah, I am in the Denver Adventurous Eaters Club, so that would be right up my alley. Yeah. yeah. Oh, roasted Squatch. Really, yeah. Can I just say that the audio from your guys' end, I don't know what it is, but it sounds really crappy. It sounds like you're all in a rusty vat. We are. Next to each we are. Oh, Squatch? Yes, ma'am. What is your favorite beer? It's Beer Week. Oh. It's Colorado oh, Craft Beer good. Week. Uh, you know what? Actually, what you know, I'm not, I'm not a big as big a beer connoisseur as you're, what? you guys. And, and but you know what I like? You what? Know, you know, actually, one of my all-time favorites. Tell me what pyramid, you like, Squatch. Uh, let me tell you, Pyramid Apricot. Oh, oh God! <laughs> oh yeah! Oh boy! You know what I like too? I like that artificially flavored blueberry beer out of Kennebunk Pork, pork or pork. Is <laughs> is that really artificially flavored? It, it it tastes blueberry-ish, but it's like yeah, it's totally. Just, it's, they actually you know, grow blueberries up there. Flavor. Why they got? I know that that is odd. So it's a blueberry beer out of Maine. Do you where also there's... do you also like wine coolers, Squatch? <laughs> Zima, he loves Zima. <laughs> Bartles and James. <laughs> so, oh man, what's the problem? White wine spritzers. Anyone? <laughs> Squatch, are you going to be at the kickoff? Strawberry daiquiri. I, I am. Are you guys going? Yes, it's my birthday. I'm. Yes, we are going to be there, dude. And Scooby's That's birthday awesome. is right around then too, right? Yeah, day before. I'm very happy because I didn't see you on the, you know, the vendors, you know, the the, the vendors email thing. Well, he's not uh, selling anything. Just, uh, you know, a little I bit of. You're gonna have the book out, the I hike, man. Oh, uh, you know what? I am going to be working at the Gossamer Gear booth again this year, and they oh, they okay. do sell the book, so it will be there, sir. Hey, Squatch, cool. I'm going to do a twenty on Saturday if you want to come with me. You're going to do a what? A 20. From a 20? Mount Laguna down into the kickoff. Does that mean you're going to drop and do, give me 20? <laughs> 20 push-ups, man. You should come with. Uh, It'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, I'll get right on that. I'm checking helicopter <laughs> pencils right now. <laughs> it's downhill, man. It'll be easy. Dude, hey, oh, Disco, also, you should partake of this. Yeah? Um, Beer? Uh, Shroomer, Scott Shroomer-Williams, uh, Shroomer? who is the uh, event coordinator they're having a video and uh you know photographic kind of seminar and myself and jester and virgo and weather carrot are going to be like just having a roundtable discussion yeah so we we need someone to bring water up to us could you, could you- <laughs> <laughs> yeah i tell you what I'll, I'll bring you guys beer but i will not bring you guys water how about that <laughs> okay. i'll get some of that no, dude, apricot ale you should you should most definitely you know be part of that because that would be that could I he's think gonna be working really yeah what oh, it, it, gear. well i don't know we'll see is it like an hour-long deal probably 
Okay. I what time it is. Is Meadow Ed going to be part of that roundtable, too? You know, in uh, 1968, <laughs> I brought a Kodak Instamatic, and I took a couple of pictures of a goat wearing some panties. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> hey, man, we're trying to keep it clean, you know. That's our new deal, right? Oh, we also we also want to get Meadow Ed on the show one of these days, so That's we a... probably shouldn't talk too much trash about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, a Squatch. Come on. He'd be a wonderful well, guest gonna, panelist. He's, he's never going to figure out how to listen to one of the shows, so he's not going to know. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, is that one of those iTunes things, Mags? Is that hey, on has anybody the... seen my shorts? I'm getting tired of walking around the, the, the camp here naked. Well, I'm not really tired of it, but other people seem to be annoyed by it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, hey, boy. Real quick, I don't want to forget, is the DVD actually for sale yet, or is it just yes, the download? everything. Uh, DVD, Blu-ray, and uh, uh, the MP4 download are available at, at uh, SquatchFilms.com for uh, Flip Flop Flippin' 2. Hey, I bowled a 180 the other night. Hey, I, I saw another. Didn't you get a 190 a couple weeks ago? I bowled, yeah, I bowled a 196 the other night. All righty. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. on that note, hey, we got to get back to this apricot ale that we're sucking down. <laughs> hey, hey, Squatch, do you have any hiking plans this summer? I'm just curious. Yeah, dude. Remember we talked a little bit. It looks, I mean, 98.73% chance on uh, the Camino. Oh, you were oh, not joking about, about that. that. No, I wasn't because I think oh. it, you know, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm going to do a, a Kickstarter yeah. uh, thing probably within two weeks. Put that up. So Two weeks. Come support. Support. The, uh, and I'm open to names. If you, can, if you, come, up, if you come up with a, a name, I'm, um, I may give you credit for it. <laughs> okay. No, well, we'll th- maybe we'll throw that out to our listeners. Yeah. Point. Yeah. Well, look, so. man. I guess we'll uh, we'll we'll tune in with you in April before the kickoff, and uh, we'll check yeah. in, and hopefully we'll have some news on a Denver showing of flip flop flipping two at oh, that, that point. That would be great. Hey, and I, I hear it sounded like a really good idea um, when I talked to Freefall up in Portland about you guys are going to be doing a show at the Alda West, right? At, in September, it, there's talks. It's in the works. That would be um, awesome, like a live broadcast, something. Yeah, we're thinking about it. A live stage show. More, my more friend. details to come later. Yep. Yeah, that'd be. Hope it works out. And that means you're going to have to be there to do your segment live. So and to bring us Dude, water. I'm totally, I'm totally <laughs> planning to be there. I'll be back if I go Sweet. to Spain. I would be back by like mid August. Good. All right, man. You can be our water boy. Yep. <laughs> 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 All right, Squatch. Hey, we'll tune back in with you next month. Have a good one. All right, looking forward to seeing you uh, at the kickoff. All right, man. Ciao. Bye. <laughs> and there it is, lady, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of Scott Squatch Harriet's Tales from the Trail. Although there weren't any Tales from the Trail night. No. Tales from... Uh, Not really. Upcoming trails. To upcoming trails. trails from. All right, here's what we do. We're going to go to break. We're going to come back. We're going to pour another beer. And we're going to talk about Soul Train Night. Ooh. We'll be right back. 10,000 downloads. Come on, man. That is Jump Change. The Trail Show. Fifty-four hundred feet above sea level. It's the Trail Show, and we're back. You can always find us at 
www.thetrailshow.com, facebook.com slash thetrailshow, twitter.com slash trailshow, and cafepress.com slash thetrailshow. And now I'm going to talk to you about our fantastic beer and bandwidth sponsors that make tonight possible. Yes. Yeah. Scooby's going to tell us what the next beer is, but before we do that, um, we had a donation from Glenn Van Pesky, who will be at the the Pasitco. Uh, Bobby Walters, Greg Brulette, who has donated previously, and if you want to check him out, you can go over to gbguitars.com. Awesome handcrafted guitars. Really beautiful, just like our handcrafted beer. Thanks, GB Guitars. Yeah, that's right. Greg Roulette, you rock. Um, Sean Emery and Wayne Norman. All made tonight possible. So Woo! thank you so hey, much. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, that's awesome. We appreciate and it. And Scooby. Scooby yes. also donated to the trail show uh, in kind. In, so in kind. Thank sponsor. you for A that. soft match, if you will. That's right. We will. Okay, cool. A liquid match. So tell us what we're drinking now, Scooby. All right. So uh, you're now drinking... One of Boulder's smallest breweries, uh, Crystal Springs. Hmm. It's uh, it's one guy basically. His name's Tom Horst. He lives up Sunshine Canyon. Really, and he is also a t- a music teacher at uh, Boulder High. Oh, cool! Oh. So that's his full time job. Yes, <laughs> hence, and, hence the triangle. Yeah, and and so he started off on a system just a little bit bigger than my homebrew system. Oh, wow. And he was just, like, commercially brewing on basically what was a homebrew system. Now he's quadrupled that, which is still not very big. It's a two-barrel system, so pretty small. So that's, like, 60 gallons at a time. Not much. Hmm. Um, And so this, what we're drinking right now is the Southridge Amber, I believe it's called. It's really good. It actually seems, I don't know what the alcohol content is, but it seems a little stout. You think? I do, but maybe I'm, I'm, uh... I'm no no real judge. Yeah, I I don't actually know what the it's, the ABD it's not is. Uh, it's not listed here. So this one is actually in a can. I think this is like one of two or so that mm-hmm. he actually does in a can. Oh cool! So, you know that'd be good to take backpacking, hiking. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, like for sure. Crush it up. So where right. where could one find some of his beer? Yeah, it's it's actually kind of limited where he sells it. Um, there's only maybe like three stores I think in in like Boulder, and then there's a couple in Denver that sell it. So he's pretty small now. He's looking. Every day for a tasting room, he wants to do a tasting oh, room. Yeah. And, um, so he he's a super. He could, he could use our studio as a tasting room. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you should get, get in contact. Yeah, with him. let's do that. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. You think he'd be on the show? <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. absolutely. He would, once he would the uh, once the porn studio is out, I yeah. think they get out around eight o'clock. <laughs> then we could have him come in and do the tasting room. So, what do you guys think of this? I mean, what kind of flavors and stuff are you getting out of the beer? Well, it smells like cherries upon first sniff. Yeah. And some in uh, caramel. I'm I'm yeah. smelling just a little bit of caramel. Woody. You say that sure. about every beer. Yeah, I guess I do. No, yeah. I think there's I think there's cherries, I think there's wood, and I think there's caramel in here hmm. as well, you know. It's it's all in there. Yeah. It's I I really like this. I mean, I'm I'm more of a fan of I don't know, ales in general as opposed to stout. So I, I think it's a very flavorful amber ale. I, this would be a great, what I call a burger and beer kind of drink. Yeah. Big mm-hmm. plate of fries after a hike with a nice, big, juicy cheeseburger in this beer. It'd be wonderful. Let's, let's get into our round table real quick. Okay. To POD, Soul Train Night. Soul it's Train about Night to happen. It's my favorite night of the entire year. This will be my ninth consecutive year. So really? I've done it wow. more times than than uh, 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 D'Lo over here has done the Ring of the Peak Trail. That's right. Um, that's wow. Right. That's saying wow. a lot. Wow. That's saying a lot. Soul Train Night is 
an event that happens annually in Crested Butte. It's always the last Friday in March. And basically, they play disco music all night. I've actually been the Queen of Soul. They crown a queen and yeah. queen of soul, queen and king of soul every year. I remember that night. <clears throat> no, you don't actually. <laughs> uh, disco hasn't been back to Soul Train night from that since that oh, year. Wait. So, oh wait, it's so fun. If anybody's free, uh, coming Friday the twenty ninth or whatever it is next Friday. Yep. It's uh, it's going to be up in Crested Butte. It's 15 bucks, and all the money goes to the uh, community-run radio station. Enough with the disco talk. Let's talk about the Wildland Fire Pack Test I took yesterday, because oh I, know, I know Mags and wait, D-Lo. Wait, dude, this is not on the schedule, I, man. I, I know this you is totally <laughs> not on the schedule oh, on the whiteboard it only, over there. It took me 42 deal, minutes man? and change this year. What's the deal? So three miles, 45-pound pack. In 42 minutes. Do the math. That's a quick pace. What's and, our next section? Um, so my wildland fire. Um, how about... Hurry. Hurry. Help me out here. What's the next uh, We don't have the table. No. No. No one wants to hear about... No. So okay. D-Lo, tell me about your new fish scale skis. I hear they're really rocking. <laughs> they're great. Yeah. <laughs> nice camber. Kind of wide. You know it. Awesome. Mags, you went on a skirka <laughs> trip recently. Oh, speaking of skiing. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But no, but this was an intro to winter backpacking trip. I was the assistant guide again. In Rocky Mountain assistant National Park? to the regional manager. What? No, that's Dwight Schrute. But wait a minute. This was intro to winter backpacking, yet you were on skis. Does, explain this to us. Well, see, during winter in Colorado, you need to go on snowshoes or skis. There's a lot of snow. Okay. And snowshoes are just boring, so we went skiing. Gotcha. And we, we camped out two nights, three days. And we used tarps and really, yeah. Did you were you camping on snow? Yeah. Okay. What, what kind of a uh, like ground sheet situation did you have? I didn't use a ground sheet. Just, just sleeping. Whoa, oh my god! Whoa. You just slept on the snow. Yes. You're a no. man. Didn't your bag get wet? You guys no. didn't make igloos or anything cool like yeah, that. Snow no. caves. Wait a minute. Nothing? Wait a minute. So Wait, you didn't even have a sleeping pad. I had sleeping pads. Oh, okay. Hey, can I have a qu- can I have a question? Quick question. Yes. Yeah. Was that sound effect or was that him? No, that was that was him. Yeah, me, of but as a sound effect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was your question, sir? So you had no um, ground cloth. You had no plastic. You had no Tyvek. Some how, did. I did not. So explain to our listeners how you didn't wind up in a puddle of water. <laughs> because you were on a sleeping pad. Was your sleeping pad wet in the morning? On the, on no, the I had a foam side? pad, so it was all good. It was pretty cold out, so. Yeah. Not not a lot's going to melt. But to answer Scooby's question, this is more of a distance trip than, you know, we build a snow cave. It takes right. at least two hours for two people, yeah. roughly an hour per it's person. Intensive. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've done snow caves and igloos before, but that's a different type of trip. Yeah. This is more of a distance. Winter backpacking just happened to be on skis. So what kind of distance are you talking? Um, seven to eight miles while breaking trail. Ooh. Breaking really? trail can be a lot of fun for our listeners out there who've never been. be a lot of work, too. And we'd use touring skis. Which is, it's like hiking and skis, always say. And hmm. What are touring skis? Um, oh, this is a whole other discussion. Oh. But oh, man. <laughs> no, basically, touring skis are classic cross-country skis on steroids. They're a little wider, so you can do basic turns. They have metal edges. Fatties. Yeah, well, not quite like fat, like well, AT. they're fatties. They're fatty, but cross-country skis. Yeah, they're a little wider. They're not quite as big as downhill skis. Okay. They're halfway between classic cross-country and downhill skis in terms of the width. Disco, yeah, shut them down. <laughs> <laughs> wow, even Delo's calling for the well, shut, down. shut down. Scooby ass, but it was beautiful. Winter backpacking be a lot of fun. 
Uh, I'm sorry, Mags. I was, oh. I, was, I was working on your levels. Sorry. No, winter backpacking can be a lot of fun. It's beautiful. It's a lot more work. You have to melt snow for water, and everything takes longer. But How many people were on the trip? Uh, six of us total. So two instructors and four students? Yeah, he, he wanted someone to tag along because I have a decent amount of winter experience. Of course. So... Uh, I love the trip personally because I didn't have to pay for gas. I got to get paid for backpacking, and my burger and beer was paid for at the end of the trip. Oh, man. That's, that's This is like large. my dream come Perfect true. Date. Yeah. This is your dream date. <laughs> so, so at the end Andrew, of this. Andrew Skirka, <laughs> Max's dream but date. <laughs> and, and at the end of the hike, you had a tempeh burger. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Nice. I went to Maverick's Grill in um, Granby, Colorado. Awesome place. Home mm. of the bulldozer tempeh burger. Extravaganza. Oh, they had a, ca- a cactus burger. It was <laughs> really, I'm serious. It had cactus on top of beef. It was awesome. Like nopalitos? Yeah, basically. Or was mm. it like a whole piece of cactus? What you said. I can't pronounce it. Nopalitos? Yeah. What is mm-hmm. nopalitos? Have you had that? Of course. I lived in Mexico, northern slimy. Mexico. Yeah. Doesn't they that, get slimy after a while. Doesn't that hurt your mouth, though? The spines? <laughs> <laughs> no, not Just if you're chew. mags. <laughs> you're right. Not if you're mags, because. Nothing really hurts Mags. That's right. I just had a bunch of chicken sandwiches, man. Don't blame it on the beer. <laughs> but it was a great trip. And if you want to do the same thing in September, I'm the assistant guy in September as well. Sweet. Where's that trip going to be? Rocky Mountain again. Maybe oh, cool. maybe you and Skirka could take the trail show on a trip. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, teach, us some, uh, <laughs> teach us some skills. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> Mags, can you make this happen? Can you arrange this? Come be, on, man. You're our in. You're our in. He might be scared, but what the hell? I'll, I'll, he wants to borrow my truck, so maybe I can bribe him. Yeah. Oh, I like this. And then we'll like make him drink beer at night or something. Ooh. No, he drinks beer. Uh, hiking? When he's out hiking? No, afterwards. See? <laughs> so is registration open for the September trip yet? Yes, it is filling fast, though. And where do they go to register? Andrewskirker.com. Cool. Okay. Well. Hey, quick shout out. Just thought of this. I'm going to interject. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make sense. But happy birthday, MacGyver. Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday, Mac G. Nice. He's on my on my bowling team. That's right. He likes to throw the rock, too. No no bowling fans here? No? So I, I, I met MacGyver on the trail with P.O.D. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same and year. And not to mention I met Skirka on the trail. That's right. In same 2002. Year. Really? Yeah. Was yeah. he through hiking? He was. He yes. was like. It was his first AT through hike. Yes, he was running. Yeah. <laughs> it was really? crazy. Yeah. Oh, wow. His name was Paul Revere. I just have to put that out there. Was it? Yes. I don't remember he, that. He really? mentioned that on the trip. Did he? People said, so what was your trail? He said, Paul Revere. I'm like, why the hell did they call you Paul Revere? He's from Massachusetts. Oh, so. uh, okay. Yeah, but Paul Revere was like a large, strapping man, right? Um, that's not what he was known for. He was a silversmith. Did you know that? No, I did he not. Was a silversmith. Hmm. Skirka was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving along. Moving uh, the, along. Dilo says no more talk of bowling if we can't talk of skiing. It's true. Well, okay. Then we'll just talk about my pack test. Oh, God. Uh, okay. No. Actually, so I'm going to patch exchange server next Friday. Can we talk about that? Sweet. That's oh, even more man. boring. Oh, okay. We're, we've lost like. Yeah. All right, so I was originally planning to go on a Grand Enchantment Trail hike of 200-plus miles yes. starting April 1st. By the way, today was Disco's last day at his job. Yeah! Okay, I, uh, that's a whole other story, but let me talk about this trip first. Basically, I was going to start the GET on April 1st, and then I found out my good friends uh, Skittles and Buck 30 were going to be on the Hey Duke Trail hiking the whole thing. So... I emailed Skittles, we did some logistics, and I'm going to be meeting them in Hanksville 
around April 1st and hiking with them for 200 plus miles through oh, Capitol Reef, Escalante, and Bryce Canyon area. And a, a plug back to the, a book we reviewed, um, Finding Everett Roos. The the section of the Hayduke that I'm going to be on actually comes within what Max two or three miles of where yeah. Everett Roost disappeared. You're going to be going through Coyote Gulch, which is where I was a couple of months ago myself. That's a hop, skip, and a jump. Sweet, the that's cool. And that's just an amazingly beautiful place. That part of the world It's just you'll have an awesome time. So when I was right. trying, I'm trying. You know, I've heard all these stories about the Hayduke. Like you know, you're never going to make it. Um, you're never going to make it. You probably won't make it. You're going to die. Yeah. So I was asking Skittles, like, so what's the biggest water carry I should, you know, prepare for? Because i got to have enough platies to handle it. And he said, well, there's a stretch coming out of Escalante. It's like 18 miles to bad water, 38 miles to sketchy water, and 45 miles to good water. So we'll be fine. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I've never done a 45-mile water carry before. So I'm getting <laughs> ready to embrace the brutality, d yeah, yeah, you just got to drink the sketchy water. Yeah, I'm actually toying around with the idea of driving down to that section and trying to go cash some water. That would be cheating. Um, a lot of through hikers do cash water. Cheating. Especially on the Hey Duke Trail. Yeah, so how do you spell Hey Duke? Um, it... So it's named. So, so do you know it's named after George Hayduke Sarvis, a character in one of Edward Abbey's books, The okay. Monkey Wrench, The yeah, Monkey yeah, Wrench yeah. Gang. And I think it's. I think he spells it like all as one word. So it's H A Y D U K E, and it's a nickname. Okay. It, it's it's George's nickname, Hayduke. Why do you ask about? Have the you have, have you? I feel like every isn't there like some uh, avalanche player, you know, hockey. It's named Hayduke, and he's it's it's spelled like something really crazy. It's a Hungarian name, according right. to Edward Abbey originally. Okay. They're the foot soldiers. Hmm. Yeah, it's like got K's. Wow, and K's really? And stuff. Look in at it. you pulling yeah. out a hockey player's. Yeah, team. what's up with the hockey reference? Yeah. Are you an wow. Abs fan? Are you no. an Abs? Okay, no. I didn't think so, but I wasn't sure. You know, this is not you sports know. talk radio, guys. Okay, this we, is not I was sports just talk. Radio. What okay. does sports have to do with hiking? Exactly. What does beer have to do with hiking? A lot. A lot. I, so yeah, so I'm basically gonna do you know two weeks with Buck Thirty and um, Skits. Skits, and they started two days ago. It's kind of cool. They flew into Moab and the start of the Hayduke Trail six miles from Moab Airport. So they just hiked out of the airport and went cross country to the start of the trail. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It kind of beats trying to finagle a shuttle or whatever yeah, quicker, you can do. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I, that's gonna be my big hike of uh, of of April, and then. I guess we'll be recording a show sometimes afterwards. Sorry you got cool. to wait a little bit. I am so jealous because that's, again, that part of the world is just awesome. Maybe we'll do a show without you, Disco. Yeah, you could. You I mean, all the equipment's here in DiLorenzo Studios. Maybe I could Skype in like Squatch. <laughs> okay, so we're going to be moving on now. Um, yeah. I think we've covered all the roundtable topics what's, tonight. What's next on the whiteboard, guys? Uh, the Sierra. Uh, well, we have to talk about Beer Week a little bit more, I think. Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about Beer Week real quickly, and then we'll, yeah. go, we'll go to break, and we'll come back and do segments. How's that sound? Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. So hey. w- what the heck is going on with Beer Week in Colorado? I, I hate to admit, I didn't even know Beer Week was going on. I did. You, yeah. You knew? Come on. Oh, God. Yeah. Colorado okay. Craft Beer Week. Yeah. And so it's this week. Yeah. Um, I think I, I want to say that this is the first year for it. Okay. Um, there, ah, there's been several. So I'm off the hook. I was like, how is Scooby going to be available during Beer Week? <laughs> Impossible. Yeah. There's been several, you know, so May is actually uh, American Craft Beer Week, but this year they came up with the concept to do Colorado Craft Beer Week. Nice. And so there's a lot of cool stuff going on all over the state. 
you know, and some uh, some of the smaller breweries are just doing like one off beers. I think like um, even like Oscar Blues is doing like a different beer every single day, hmm. you know. And where I, like where is this going whoa. down? Up in Lions at Oscar Blues. Oh, so you got to go to the brewery. Yeah. Okay, got you. So yeah, each brewery, a lot of breweries are doing like special events for this week. Some oh, cool. of them doing you know like dinner beer dinners. Um, Left Hand on Saturday is actually doing ales and handrails. So they're building this 25-foot rail jam. Yes, yeah. it's a rail jam. They're building nice. this 25-foot <laughs> tall snowboard ramp thingy. Huh. Rail jam. And they're trucking in semis full of snow. Oh, my god! I've read about this in Longmont, um, right? In Longmont. Yeah, yeah. Uh, up at Left really? Hand. And, and they're apparently also going to have 13 different uh, breweries serving. So. And it's supposed wow, to be snowy. Cool. It's supposed kind to be snowy on Saturday. So. Yeah. yeah. Are you okay. going? Uh, I haven't decided yet. I mean, there's a lot of events going on. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. So, but yeah, it's a, it's a pretty cool thing. It's sponsored by the Colorado Brewers Guild, which is like a loose consortium of Colorado breweries. So oh, nice. Yeah. Are you part of that? I'm not. It's just a professional guild. Ah, I see. Ah. Now, I saw you put photos up the other night of, um, so it was breweries that have been yes. in business less than one year. That's right. And there was actually a pretty good handful of them. Yeah. So, I, you know, there's more than this, but there was five there. Okay. It was at West Flanders on Pearl Street, where the old beach used to okay. be. Yep. Um, so there's West Flanders. There's Echo out of Frederick. There's hmm. Gravity, which is in Louisville. Okay. There's... Um, Fate, which just opened up in Boulder. That's Mag's um, go-to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's also... <laughs> hey, I like Fate. Don't, don't talk smack about oh, I'm not. Fate. I'm not. I, yeah. Mag's the beer, talking, you know. The beer is good, but yeah. uh, we'll, we won't go there. Yeah. yeah so and uh, the last one is uh, Bootstrap out of Lions, which is a tiny little brew pub. So Oscar Blues. I mean, I'm sorry, not some... Lions. Okay. Niwot. Even Niwot. Out of Niwot. Yes. No Ni- kidding. Niwot. And these are all within 20 minutes to half an hour of Boulder, just yeah, for basically. our listeners out there. Within 10-mile radius of DiLorenzo Studios, one brewery, one beer, where would you tell us to go and what would the beer be? Ooh. You've got... They're, no, they're, that's crazy hard. Yeah, I, mean, I know. One choice, man. All, all sorts of breweries are opening up right now. You know? I know, but so, one if, you brewery, were, if you were in the one, bar, one, you would go somewhere. One specific beer. Within 10 minutes, you say? 10-mile radius. 10, 10 miles. Of, of the historic beer district. You know, like, I, I think I've got a fondness in my heart for the sun, the mountain sun. Really? Which so, beer? Uh, you know, that, that changes all the time. But, no, no, no. Um, we need one, man. We right need, now. Sure. Gun to like, your head. If it's on Gun tap. Gun to your head. Uh, like, <laughs> FYI. FYI PA. Ah! Uh, where's my ding, ding? Dude, that is my favorite <laughs> mountain sun beer. It's, and, it, and it's I, a solid beer. It is, you can always count on it. So that's probably what I, I, I thought you weren't a hop, hoppy beer fan. I like them. You know, it's like not all the time. I, 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 don't, I like lots of different things. I like sour beers. I like Belgians. I like everything. Dude, it's, dude it's called likes, a wow. cheese. It's dude called likes a cheese. diverse. He likes palette. bread. He likes bread. He likes coffee. But when am I in the mood for IPA? FYI, you can't beat. You know what? FYI, PA, man. It, every time it's my go-to. You know, I actually I should branch out more when I go to Mountain Sun and try others, but I always come back to FYIPA. They've they've been having a lot of great Belgians on tap recently. Uh, like all sorts of interesting uh, beers are coming out of the out of Mountain Sun, Southern Sun. Okay, yeah, check out the the new stuff on tap. Will do. And when we get back from break, we are going to talk about. Well, there's a lot of trail news to get into. There's uh, ask a hiker questions to get into. And there's a little Trail of the Month action to get into when we get right back.
What the heck does beer have to do with hiking anyway? <laughs> the Trail Show. <laughs> Sorry. Coming to you live from Mike DiLorenzo's charming basement in the historic beer district of Boulder, Colorado, it's The Trail Show. All right, we're back with Trail of the Month. What are we talking about, Mags? Well, it's more like Root of the Month. Ooh. Ooh. Trails versus routes. routes. Versus routes. That's right. Here we it, go. This is, now, this is unusual. This is something none of us have ever done. <laughs> we lost D'Lo already. Wait, wait, wait. It's the future of thru-hiking. The future. <laughs> That's right. So this has been on my bucket list, apparently on P.O.D. and Disco's bucket yeah, list. Yeah, we've been talking about it. It's the Sierra High Route. Mm. Best way to describe it is the JMT on steroids. Okay. Whoa. It goes. What's the JMT? Well, the classic 200-mile trail through the High Sierra. The right? John Muir Trail. Yeah. What, considered one of the most beautiful sections of the PCT. It's yep. the JMT with performance-enhancing drugs. There you go. We, we should talk about pepper. Call pepper on that. <laughs> but this is much higher. It's about 100 miles of cross-country travel, so okay. no, no trail. Um, there's some Class 3 stretches, which, for those who don't climb, means hands and legs with no exposure. Okay. So you have to scramble. You won't Easy. die. Yeah. Easy. Uh, yeah. I mean, you have to pay attention, but you won't die if you fall. <laughs> That's always a good thing. Exactly. About 30 miles, but it's on the JMT. Oh, really? Yep. Did not know that. And and the onion did it a few years back. He yeah. was he was telling me you do about two thirds of your normal mileage. So I am a twenty to twenty five mile a day kind of hiker. Yeah. So I'm looking at maybe fifteen to twenty miles per day. Okay. So roughly two thirds. Yeah. yeah. Or you know, whatever, roughly. Um this it just looks stunningly beautiful. Mm. And only about ten people a year through hike as far as can be told. How many miles is it? Roughly two hundred. <gasps> I should do that. Well you my my good friend Dave T did it uh, a couple oh, years back, nice. and he actually went early season. And he he said to me that it's actually a little easier to do early season because you're snow. not you don't have to contend with the talus. You're actually able to kick no screen talus exactly. So yeah, it seems like July is a good early July is a good time to do it. But he also said trying to keep from becoming sunburn was a real challenge with the, with that much snow. Hooray for olive skin. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there you go, man. Long, exactly. long, pants, lucky. long pants, hair shirts, yeah. long sleeves, hair shirts. You know, just half shirts and and snow uh, sunscreen in your nostrils. In your Ooh. nostrils. Oh yeah, man. Okay. Or nose hair. But anyway, I was gonna say you two got enough nose hair. You probably don't need to put sunscreen. <laughs> on I think he told me the roof of Watch his mouth it. got burned because he Watch was it. gasping as he was going over a few passes. And uh, if your mouth's open, you're getting the reflection from the sun. Ouch. Or do it in the fall. Scooby, but. Scooby you're shaking you your head. You never even consider hiking <laughs> this trail. But ever. It, it just, I would hide behind rocks and stuff. It just seems awesomely beautiful, and it seems like something you can do in a, a vacation, essentially. 200 miles, 15 miles a day. I should go do that. So basically, so it sounds like you're, you're, you're connecting various routes from different pieces of existing trail. Maybe. Well, there's 100 miles across country. There's no trail. Oh, okay. okay. All right, listeners, I want to go do this trail this summer, and Disco's doing a 200-mile section of trail without me. 
next week, so it's true. I'm gonna go do 200 miles without him. Well, so no, no. Anyone who wants to come hike with me, July, early July. Well, bef- before we, well, Dilo, you say your words, Max. Yes, I, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah please okay. do. Please do. Um, how do you resupply on this trail? Well, that's my next thing. Oh, well, oh, this sorry. goes. You, people recommend you don't do it by yourself because it's in the middle of nowhere, even versus the JMT. Right. Uh, there are some you know semi-technical stretches. Mm-hmm. You can go solo, but not recommended. Um, as far as resupply, you can't go solo because if you die, nobody will find you. You'll, your carcass will be fine many years later, bleached yeah. Yeah. with the bones. Yeah. <laughs> well, other than that, it's fine. Uh, resupply, <laughs> Red's Meadow is uh, one place. Twalmy mm. Meadow is apparently another. So kind of that's where the JMT yeah. is. But they recommend Red's Meadow is just roughly halfway, yeah. even if you have to pay the $25. As far as resources to do it, uh, Chris Willett, Suge, for those who know him. Suge. He has a great website, the Great Divide Trail, also my bucket list. But he did the Sierra High Route a few years back. Okay. Um, just Google him, Chris Willett, Sierra High Route. Hmm. Um, Andrews Kirker actually put together an amazingly great website for information and a map set. That's what I've heard. I've heard the map set. 15 bucks. Maybe is, he would like to go and be my assistant. He could be. He'd I could be his guide, and he could oh, be my man. assistant. Ooh. You could bring him water, and that's about it. But Dude, you guys could eat tempeh burgers when it was yeah. all said and done. <laughs> but for 15 bucks, it's a lot cheaper than getting all the maps and data yourself. Yeah. So to me, it seems like a really good, amazingly, relatively short, but awesome through hike hmm. of some beautiful country. Very cool. interesting. I, I want to do it. And yeah. I it's do. on my bucket You got list. some time, July? I'll make time. Let's do it, you and I. All right. We'll report back. I, I, I want to quit my job anyway. So There you go. <laughs> I highly recommend that. Woo! Did anyone mention that today was my last day at my job? Yes. That deserves yeah. more chairs, yes. But yeah, it was a hell of a long day. So quit your job, go hiking on the Sierra High Route. Yeah. But, but only seriously, only have the mapping compass skills and you feel comfortable with off-trail travel. Okay. Otherwise, do the John Muir Trail. It's a beautiful trail. Anyway, that's the root of the month. Sweet. Okay, I think before we get into our blind taste testing, we're going to do some hiker questions. Right? Uh, all right. I think so. Do we have some music, Maestro? Sure. Um, yeah. Dilo, man. You're up, bro. Should I read my questions while the music's going? Yes. Yes. That's how it works. Okay, the first question here is from Greg Brulette. Oh. Who sent us this question via PayPal. GBGuitars.com. Could you folks talk a bit about how to get in shape for a thru-hike? I work full-time and work a second job teaching music one night a week, Aww. but I can still fit in 20 to 30 miles of trail runs each week. Nice. Wow. That's However, enough. I'd like to do the TARP in an eight-day trip, which is 20-plus miles per day. I'm worried that my training won't be up to the task. What are your thoughts? Thanks again, and keep up the great podcast. So, Greg, um, what I like to do before I to get in shape for a thru-hike is I like to put um, chains in a backpack and take a backpack full of chains out on the local trails. <laughs> so I like to go out with about 30 to 40, sometimes 50 pounds of metal chains in a yep. backpack <laughs> and just just hike around the trails that I normally would. So that, that's what I like to do. What, what about you guys? Well, that's a very interesting concept, D-Lo, but I was saying... <laughs> The, the guess some maybe more um, applicable advice. 20 to 30 miles of trail running is pretty awesome. Yeah. But it's a little different from backpacking. So backpacking, 
do the 20, 30 miles of trail running, but do some weekend backpacks to get your gear dialed yeah, in. Yeah, and get yeah. some chains in your pack for yep. to, to get that weight <laughs> in And there, to figure you know? out which chains you're going to take with you on the trail. Oh, absolutely. I like titanium absolutely. chains. Yep. Those aren't heavy, though, man. you got to go with lead. Um, I also think that sometimes... I mean, as long as you're in good shape, if you're running 20 to 30 miles a week, I think that your muscles and joints are probably in good enough shape that those first couple days of 20s are going to hurt, but you're going to be able to get through it. Just ibuprofen, you know? Well, it also depends on your pack weight. Weed. (laughs) Uh, We are in Colorado, after all. Yeah. You know, I I think it's going to be fine. Just have a good base fitness level. I got total confidence confidence in Greg Rulat, man. Boom. He's going to rock it. And backpack. But don't be afraid to step out there with some change in That's your pack, right. Greg. The next question here is from Sissy Hasselhoff <laughs> from Yonkers, New York. <laughs> oh, my. I'm serious. Any, any relation to David? No, I don't think so. Is she I didn't Hoff? ask. But Sissy Hasselhoff from David, New York, writes via email, I know this is a loaded question because Magpie over there is all dip and sip. Yeah! I love when the I love when the listeners reference previous shows. But how did the rest of you treat your water? And more importantly, because I, I know that you probably don't treat your water, but have you ever got Giardia? And how did you deal with Giardia? Magpie over there was just dipping sip. <laughs> just like that. Well, sissy, I had Giardia, and uh, I was, had to get Giardia. No, no, I didn't <laughs> had to get Giardia. I got Giardia years ago on the Colorado Trail, drinking some cow water. Uh, yeah, that it got too cold one night for my bleach to kill off the giardia, and I got giardia. And uh, but the good thing was I didn't really get it until I was done hiking, because mm. I think it would be really difficult if you're trying to make miles and you had giardia. I think if you're trying to make miles and you had giardia, you just have to take some drugs and kill it, because when you have giardia, you can't eat, and if you can't eat, you have no energy, and if you have no energy, you simply can't hike. So I think if you know if you. Not through hiking, you can deal with it. You can just let it run its course. But if you're through hiking, I think you got to take some drugs. Yep, Flagyl, you got to take some time off. I've never had it because I filter my water. I yeah. use a Sawyer filter. I've never From filtered my Walmart. water. I've never had Giardia. So I have always filtered my water, and I have had Giardia. So what does that tell you? Well, I, I selectively treat my I've water. I've never had Giardia. Do you filter no. your water? Yes, I always filter my water. Yeah. So there you go. And he I doesn't d- bathe, but he filters his water. Boom. And his water is clean if keep the, hikers keep the, are not. Keep the inside clean, man. That's all that matters. And actually, I think one of the most important things to do to ward off Giardia is to uh, sanitize your hands after you poop. Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be yeah. very I serious. always did that. Yep. And don't share food amongst people. Like The one thing that you yep. really shouldn't do is dip your hand in somebody else's gourd bag or let other people dip their hands into your gourd bag because yeah. you don't know where their hands have that's been. True. I think that's how I got, actually, how I got Giardia. Most GI illnesses are by poor hygiene. Yeah. Not surprised. Yeah. Well, thanks, Sissy. That was a great question. Okay. Yonkers. Uh, Warren Ibister. Well, the hipster. Yes. The hipster Warren the Ibister. hipster Warren Ibister. Wants to know if Pod and Disco end up having a kid. What? Will she become the queen of darkness and her current name be passed down? That's a good question. All right. Wait a minute. We need to, we need to remind Warren of something. <laughs> Why the hell would I ever have kids? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, I I don't know the answer to that, other than I hope that it's a boy and that he becomes the queen of darkness. 
Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> what? What? See, yeah. I'm all thrown off by this question because anytime yeah. kid, the concept of kids is brought up, I immediately kind of power down like D'Lo does during the trail news segment. But you know, anyway. I'm, I'm trying to you know entertain the idea at least. But Warren, I don't know. What do you mean I power down during the trail news? You segment? just that's when it. we usually lose you completely. I mean, <laughs> don't, don't play coy. You, you know it's true, D'Lo. I don't, what do you mean? We're by being lose serious. Me? What the... do you mean by lose me? I start yelling and making noises and things. Pretty, pretty much, yeah, yeah. pretty okay. much, yeah. Every show, yeah. It's okay. true. And then I had another question from. Was it from Greg Roulette? I can't find it right now on Facebook, but... The Facebook. The Facebook about how to pee standing up. Oh, yeah. that Someone did ask yes. you about that. And, you know, um, I'm actually not going to go into all of the details because it's maybe <laughs> not appropriate for this For the family. Format. For all the families that listen to the trail yeah. show. <laughs> the Brady Bunch. But I'll, I'll just say uh, this. I'll just say this. You got to be wearing either really stretchy shorts or a hiking skirt. In my experience, as a, as a woman, and you kind of pull the clothes to the side with one hand. And that woman, Miss Lewinsky, and you have to use the other hand to manipulate the plumbing so that the stream comes out straight. Mm. You don't want it to get hung up well on done. either side of the the pipe, so to speak. Well pull back done. The curtains. That's right. You got to pull back the curtains. Exactly. Oh Otherwise, boy. here we go. The stream gets caught up, and you get. Pee all over your legs, and let me just say before you before you come in here, I um when I first started doing this on the AT, I decided I was gonna I was like I, there's got to be a way, and I actually did pee my shorts several times, so my recommendation always is that women try to do this several times in the shower first because then if you pee all over yourself it doesn't matter, you know you, you know. Doing up here on this trail? So anyway. It's, it's actually quite easy now that I've mastered it. I do it all the time in the city, all around. <laughs> um, I've done it at CU Boulder many times. Oh, boy. Um, so yeah. we are going to do our beer tasting, which has been brought to you by Glenn Van Pesky. Ooh. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby Walters. Yes. Greg Brulette, GBGuitars.com. Sean Emery, Wayne Norman, and Mike Scooby Page. Yeah. Woo. So tell us what's going to happen here, Scooby. Yeah, what's the, what's the plan? Okay. So, D'Lo has a fascination with this West Valater in 12, right? Yeah, it, he's been yes. having monastery beer problems for months now. Right? Ever, ever since I heard about it on the day that it was sold. After, after it had been sold. Yeah. Yes. So, at 4 in the morning, at 4 in the morning, I was in line. Yeah, D'Lo. Get, yeah, I was reading about it at 4 in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> on the internet, so. To get those, to get that six pack of beer. Yep. And uh, so it's it's widely rumored to be one of the best beers in the world. You know, at least that's how it's portrayed in the media. That's a bold claim. It is. It hmm. is. But it, it also, you know, has a little clout to it in the fact that it often gets number one beer from Rape Beer and Beer Advocate. Okay. So, um, but the thing is, it's it's really kind of hard to get because they only sell it at the Abbey itself. Which is in Belgium. Yes, it's in Belgium. Okay. Um, yeah. And you so have to, you actually have to call, you have to make, you know, call their phone system and you might be able to get a reservation to get it. So yeah, I was there at, at four in the morning. There was like 
four other people there. I thought there was going to be a slew. I thought I was going to be late, actually. There was one kid there who who got there at midnight and oh, man. told all sorts of interesting stories about the, the zombie-esque uh, homeless people wandering up and asking him what he was doing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Asking the non-homeless guy what he was doing. Yeah. Okay. Huh. So... Is it now? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard this is one of the first times that they've exported the beer to the U.S. for like sale at, at liquor stores and it, beer stores. Or it is. They were. They're going to do a capital improvement. They're building uh, like a new facility at the monastery itself. Okay. So they're like, okay, one time, one time only. This is this is it. We're going to do a massive shipment into the U.S. and sell it one day only. So, had you ever tasted this before? I had because it, really, yes, because it really wasn't the first time it's ever been in the U.S. There were some oh. great imports in the late '90s. I think I picked it up in like 2001 or so. Oh wow! It's like yeah, ten bucks a bottle. I found it in Virginia. Was that you're like, kidding me? Was Black that Spirit. back when you were still into coffee? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so what's the idea then with this blind taste test we're going to do? So, you've got some Keystone Light, yeah. you've got some PBR, and some some of the best beer in the world. And Is that some of the goat flavor too? Oh, so. oh are, are you gonna are you gonna be mixing in the flavors? Oh, I don't know. You tell me. Oh no. <laughs> no. So I'm not, I'm no, don't worthy. ruin it. I, when I do these tastings, I, I hate to do it where like it's all announced like what you're having, okay. and because okay. I just really feel like it's really hard to get away from that human bias you yeah know? Sure. so delos expecting the best beer in the world except he's gonna put keystone light in it right <laughs> and goat um oh wow and so sweet actually tonight i've got a couple other trappist beers so this is a made by at a monastery by trappist monks yeah so and i bought there's only eight currently eight trappist monasteries that brew beer Okay. Oh, so this uh, is six are in Belgium. One is in what does that uh, the mean? Trappist. It's it's the order of monks. Okay. So okay. there's like the Franciscan and the Trappists. And okay. But so there, there there's six in Belgium, one in Netherlands, and now a new one in Austria. Oh wow! And there's some discussion that they might open one in New York. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe Dilo and Wendy will move back to New York. Yeah, no. no, no. <laughs> Dilo shakes his head. No, that's good. I feel good. I was getting nervous about that. So Dilo. I brought a couple other Trappist beers to, that we could ah. try side by side. Okay. And you tell me what you like the best, and that's just how it is, you know. All right. So should we leave the room, or like, how is this going to go down? I, I can go in the other room. I'll pour them, and I can bring them to you. All right, let's and do that. I'll label them, and then you tell me. All right. Now tell you what. While you're in the other room pouring beers, let's do trail news. Okay. Does that, do does that work for you, Max? That actually absolutely works. All right, folks. It's all the news that's fit to hear and be read by Paul Mags Bagnati. Tonight's Trail News is sponsored by... Trail Groove Magazine. Trail Groove Magazine is focused on providing a unique online interactive media experience for the backpacking, hiking, and outdoor community. In every issue, Trail Groove Magazine showcases destinations, photography, tips, technique, gear, and more. As a community-driven publication, Trail Groove is produced not only for people who love backpacking and hiking, it's produced and written by the same people you'll meet on the trail. Flip through the latest issue, stop by the forum and blog, and check out all the back issues free online at trailgroove.com. Thanks, Trail Groove Mags. What do you got going on tonight for news? We got quite a few items tonight, so I'll go through them quickly. Cool. A couple of sad ones first. Uh, Steve Longley, the ferryman. Yeah. Can- he used to, at the Canningback River, he used to ferry people across the river for yeah. many years. 
died of a heart attack at 55 years old. Oh, man. Crazy. Yeah, a lot of people knew him, liked him, really nice guy, and big loss to the trail community. Another big loss to the Appalachian Trail community, John Fletcher. Uh, many people will not know his name, but will know his face. He took all the pictures at Harper's Ferry of the hikers from 2003 to 2010. So good chance we post your photo at the halfway point. He was a gentleman who took the photo. Oh, wow. Only 38 years old, died of natural causes. He also GPSed uh, New Hampshire, Maine for the Appalachian Trail Club. Hmm. It was hmm. also a conference now, I'm sorry. Or conservancy. They've changed the name too many times. Yeah. yeah. I can't keep track anymore. I think it's AT Conservancy. Yeah. Well, ATC, we'll call it. ATC, for sure. There we go. Um, Rendezvous uh, Motel in Parisburg? Yeah. Burnt down. No. Yeah. Are you serious? Very serious. There was an internal fire. Very well-known, hiker-friendly. Oh, man. I, I now, went to yeah. I went to Virginia Tech for grad school, and I did some trail magic out that way because Parisburg is like 20 miles down the road from Blacksburg. Mm-hmm. I know the rendezvous quite well. I think I even stayed there in 99 on my AT through hike. But yeah. anyway. It burnt down. And here's the sad part. Um, the fire hydrants weren't working initially. Oh, so man. I don't know all the details. I was reading it, and they had to do something to get the fire hydrants working. Oh, man. So, yeah, I mean, never mind a big loss to the hiking community, but I just feel bad for the owners. It's a mom-and-pop place. Any word if they're going to rebuild? I haven't seen anything one way or the other. Okay. Yeah. Um, speaking of fires, there was our first wildfire of the season. Oh, man, last God. weekend. 1,300-plus acres near Fort Collins. And remember last year, I hope it's not like last year. And it would be fire restrictions, no alcohol stoves, no wood stoves. We're headed that way. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong, but yeah. I don't think I'm going to be, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> and the good news keeps on rolling. Sequester. Oh. Now, this is very hiking-related. This is affecting national parks, big time. Yeah. Visitor centers have reduced hours. Some are be closed outright. Hmm. Delay opening roads like Trail Ridge Road here at Rocky Mountain National Park. Um Huge economic impact on nearby towns. You know, Grand Lake on oh, the yeah. other side of Trail Ridge right. Road, sure. which ran the CDT. So businesses might close or hmm. just decrease an hour. So um, backcountry sites might be closed or open later. Less rangers. It's kind of an interesting thing. Hmm. Um, there was an incident at, near Unica Mountain, the AT, in early March. For some reason, people started earlier and earlier on the AT. Was this the bear incident? No. You can maybe mention that one afterwards. I didn't hear about this hmm. one. But she had to be, she was getting numb and hyperthermic. Yeah. She called her mother-in-law at 4 a.m. in the morning. She, in turn, called search and rescue and got her out. Really? So if you're going to go hiking in the Appalachians that early, be prepared, people. Yeah, it's cold. It's yeah. Really or better, yeah. Cold. I'm still not sure why people start so early. You know, it used to be walking with spring. It's already April 1st. Yeah. Spend less time in towns, more time hiking. You'll finish in time. Yeah, instead of February 1st. Exactly. Yeah. But, and better news, hitchhiking is allowed in Wyoming. No way. Yes. yes. Hey, that, is big, that is big news. P.A.D., yeah. do you remember what yes. happened to us we got in that's, Wyoming? Tell us your story. We almost got a ticket. We actually got... In Rollins. We got pulled... You were... Yeah. I was, I was like, around. Yeah. yeah. We, we got pulled over by the police, even though we were on foot, because yeah. we were thumbing a ride. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But it's legal now. That's cool. I'm surprised. I'm yeah. a little shocked, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. The beer has entered the room. Scooby just came in the room well, with a big tray of... Big, great timings are almost done. Okay, cool. Um, a quick access alert that you know, D-Lo is going to really be into. <gasps> Jones Park, Upper Bear Creek to be closed. That's near Pikes Peak in Colorado Springs. Last known location of pure greenback cutthroat trout. Okay. It affects 
The ring, the peak trout. The, uh, oh, the greenback cutthroat trout is the Colorado state fish that lives in Bear Creek and is threatened by erosion from trails paralleling the stream. There's actually a lot of uh, motorcycle traffic in the area, and the trails are old, and they're probably not very uh, stable, so I think there's a lot of erosion that goes into the stream, and it's threatening the fish. Although, part of the controversy is that the fish are not naturally hmm. occurring there. They were introduced and now just live there. And they are a pure population of these fish now simply because it's too difficult for other fish to make it up the stream to mate with them. So, and artificially introduced, so there you have it. Huh. But okay. the last news item, yeah, and this is very, very important to hikers, Twinkies are back this summer. I heard about this. So Hostess has been They're back, out. baby. They're back. For $410 million. Oh, that's nothing, you know. For, by Apollo Global Management and Metropolis and Company. Well, that's great. So, so we can actually take, like, non-food with us on the trail again. That's right. Great. You can get... These are hiker staples. You can take your ding-dongs no, and your Drake cakes. No. And your this Dwayne. is great news for Squatch. <laughs> your Drake this, Yeah, cakes. that's about it because there is zero zero. Your Zingas. Hey, so... beta boy, you got a Zinga. Dude, how many thru-hikers have... Eating this crap. I don't know, but why? A lot. You, but you oh, know man. better. You know better than to eat Twinkies on the trail. What's the point of eating Twinkies? Oh, come on, dude. Squatch. Squatch loves frozen Twinkies, man. You got to talk to him about it. I, How long is a frozen Twinkie going to last in your pack? When I went to Old Station or one of those places on the PCT, all they had was Drake's cakes, pretty much, and the fried hostess pies. And so you resupply with oh, Drake's cakes pies. and fried hosted pies for the next 100 those miles. Pies is that are correct? Gross. <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Oh, my gosh. Oh, good <laughs> Lord, man. Good Lord, man. Hey, I was doing about 20, 25 a day in the PCT on Drake's Gigs. Bringing it back. So that's all the news. So some sad news. Yeah. Some contemplative news. And Twinkies are back. Yeah. This so summer. We're, we're, are we done with this segment? We are. Great. We're Scooby. Are you drinking the beer already? I am. Yeah, Dilo, what are you hands. doing? We you are put not. It in my hands. Come on, dude. What am I supposed to do? You, you're not supposed to drink Let it. Let me just ask yet. him. Let's paint a picture here. So Mine's Scooby so has. Uh, given us a couple of small plastic cups oh, of I beer, it. I see it. I see marked it. A, B, yeah. C, and it's so here. on. So we're all going to try the cup marked A first. Um, it looks here. quite yeah. beery. I'm, I'm on the A cup. It smells good. Whoa! It smells really. I'm on the A cup. Good. Sweet. Yeah. It smells really Very sweet. Belgian. Yeah, sweet. Almost like a sour Belgian. I don't want to. Tastes like pennies. I don't want to bias you all. There's definitely. There's definitely like a. There's definitely some pennies in there. They definitely brewed it with pennies. See, I'm not a big fan of the Belgian. A little too sweet for my taste. I like the sweetness of the A. I think that the sweetness and the potency of the A is a little bit more powerful than the B. You've already had the B. Come on, dude. We haven't. It's not time to drink the B yet. How am I supposed to compare the A to the B if I don't take a sip of each? He's right. It's true. He's right. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm getting into the B. You were just about to bombard me with some sounds. You weren't about to get into the B. Now see. I like the bee better because it's a little less sweet. The bee doesn't have as much flavor to me. Agreed. Mm. This one, the A is too sweet for me. Which one is the best beer in the world? The bee tastes a little root berry. <sighs> wow. The bee is definitely, it's a Belgian. And, and it, it also tastes more carbonated. Yeah, I agree. The bee is more carbonated. It's more, it's, it's, it's got a little, little less pucker factor. That for A has, it, it'll almost make your mouth pucker. I like that puckerness. Yeah? Pucker. Whoa, hey, keeping it family-friendly, people. I, I think I like the A better if it wasn't quite as sweet. Yeah! What do you think, D-Lo, A or B? I like the A. You're, in, you're into that. I'm into the A. I like, ah. I like more 
powerful flavor. I do too, but I feel like A, it really tastes like pennies to me. I, I've got a sneaking suspicion that an additive was added to beer A. I'm hmm. just going to throw that out there. Really? Because you know Scooby's got his like, uh, chemistry kit out there. Like, like some... Uh, some carbolic acid or some Twinkie, uh, goat sea or, you know. Disco, shut it down. I'm, I'm about to shut it shut down. Shut it down, Disco. All right, we're ready for the next oh, group. He's got C. He's got C. I have any. Here oh, we Jesus. go. We got, we got um, C and B coming in. Beer C and B. No, C and D. Sorry. He's from the South. Oh, wow. Oh, man, I think the beer's already having an effect. They're mags. <laughs> Magpie over there was just dipping stuff. These are all high, high gravity. Yeah. High gravity. Uh, these are like what? One ounce, two ounce samples? High alcohol yeah, content, huh? <laughs> She's a fraud. C and... Oh, oh, oh. We almost had an accident there. So, Disco, how are we going to get Meadowhead on the D. show? Well, there's a you know phone. How many mm-hmm. are there going to be? Is it going to go through like double Z? Hmm. C and I. C is right, C is interesting. I like C. C is not as sweet as. It a. almost smells like apple juice. I haven't even tasted yeah, it yet. Yeah, it does smell very appley, very fruity. It's the bear show. <laughs> wow. There's app. There has to be apple juice in C. I'm just going to throw that out there. Or maybe apple cider. Would he do that to us? Would he put an additive in the beers? There's no telling, man. He's got a chemistry kit out there. We don't even, you know, we have no clue. I know he didn't come here with Keystone. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. I didn't know there was going to be beers E and F. Those are his. Okay, good, good, good. good. Okay, you scared me. (laughs) We do have to drive home. (laughs) Has anyone had D? I have, yeah. Right now. Yo, man. Oh, man. We've really made an obstacle course for Scooby to get back to his. Seat come here on, in. Mags. Move your microphone. Yeah, man. Come on. Uh, come on. Come on. Throw the, throw the guy a freaking Lord. bone there. Don't criticize it. <laughs> oh, I'm all in on D. I'm 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 going with D as D. Wait a minute. This has got to be so boring for our listeners. <laughs> well, that's, Why don't you try and hey, describe really what you're like, tasting? Hey. Like, what flavors are you tasting? Polly. That's why I'm trying to spice D it up. It tastes you know? a little maple-y to me. Oh, yeah. you described it. Like, I thought A was kind of sweet. Yeah. I like B. And A tastes like pennies. A, a yeah. definitely has like a, a pucker. A metallic. Yeah, there's something yeah. going on that makes the mouth pucker a little bit with A. I loved the pucker, the puckering of A. And C's really very a- taste smells like apple juice. C's got some apple factor going on. C's got big um, and B. I didn't feel like tastes like very much, but it was very carbonated. I've liked C the best so far. I gotta have them I, right. You in know, order. B's B's really smooth. I don't know that I can pick out specific flavors. It's almost too smooth. You're asking a lot of us, Scooby. No, I mean, we're I, a couple you just of try. You know, try and come up with something. You know, what does it remind you of? I, you know what? I'm going. My vote is for D being the best beer in the world. The the Vesvalietunliv. You know, A really reminds me of when I grew up on my grandmother's Amish farm one summer. We had it on the show. You had it on the show, right? Yeah, just when we, you know, we raised barns and churn you know, butter. Yeah, and churn butter and stuff and milked cows. That's what the A reminds me of. Just that summer. I don't know why right. the puckering. I, I gotta know. Is D. Is D the Westy? I don't like A or B. I can't tell you. What do you? I mean, what do you guys think of like B then? B, B to me, B to B me is, is tough. It's an enigma. It doesn't. It's smooth. It's what is it's, smooth. It's, mean? it's it's a little more carbonated than the most, but it it's not as sweet, which I like. It's not as sweet as A. It's so not as powerful. Or metallic as A. As a. B, B to so, me tastes the closest to sh- beer than all of them. 
<laughs> so, so the thing is, is 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 this Colorado native in the in the Belgian tradition? Like they try and make it like a dry finish, and that the the Belgians say, oh, this is more digestible, hmm. and so they'll like add more carbonation to it, give it a little bite, you know, yeah. and dry it out a little bit. Don't ever do it, there, boy. It's yeah. syrup so, and pork the, sausage. The, the, the traditional flavors that you usually come across, and the, so these are all Belgian dark strongs, mm-hmm. and they're usually over ten percent alcohol. You usually wow. have a lot of dark fruits <clears throat> like uh, raisins or figs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like you'll get like a brown sugar or a little caramel, yeah, a little D, toast. Yeah, D tastes like. Man, I reminds I, me of like baking. Now, let me ask you this, Scooby: yeah. When you say brown sugar or toast or raisins or caramel, yeah, these are not things that are actually added to the beer. They are just flavors that materialize from the traditional ingredients. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Um, basically, all they use is water, yeast, malt, malted barley, but they also tend to use a lot of uh, sugar. They'll hmm. throw in sugar, and they're not afraid of it. Oh, cool! So th- this them. this tends to give like you know different flavors. Um, and you know, all of these monastery beers have to be produced by the monks in a certain amount. So, like, um, a certain number of the workers are actually monks. So, just out of curiosity, how, like, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to visualize monks brewing beer, and I'm wondering how many of the monks are actually drinking the brew. And, I, and I'd be willing yeah. to. All of them. What do you think? I mean, so I mean, th- there's a lot of stories around this. Um, you know, one of the stories is like, well, they only get to drink every so often, so they make it high gravity, so it lasts oh, through the day. You so know? they they go all out. Um, but then there's a lot of like historical things that say no, that's not quite true. A and D are my favorites because they are the most sweetest flavored. I think the most tasteful in my opinion. Okay. My Everybody favorite. Else? My favorites were C and D, and I think I'm leaning towards D as being my favorite favorite. Max, I really like D as well. Yeah, I'm all in on D. I okay. I think D might be the one. And I, and I don't know if it's and, the one. It also, sounds like a lot of people like D. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if it's the one. It's I, just what I like. And I kind of like C too. I kind of like the apple action that was going on there. C is good. I, the only one I didn't like was A. Yeah, I, I, like I'm a. with you. I, I think D is less fruity, less sweet. Oh, for sure. A. Do you guys so. get like a nuttiness on C? Like I get like a peanut sort of thing going on. Peanut. On, on C? Come on, man. No? I don't think All right. so. Cool. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and reveal. Like, right I'm like, here's drum roll. <laughs> All right. So are we, are we doing the reveal on the, the Westie? Sure. Okay. So the big reveal. This is supposed to be the best beer in the world, ladies and gentlemen. And okay. Wh- which cup? A, B, C, or D? It was C. No! <laughs> Which nobody oh. liked. Nobody liked this. No, 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 no. no. Oh, I, I was. You like the C? I, you know what? Yeah. I, I like C, but I definitely yeah. the I apple like, thing. Is that so? It's it, it's it's possible that it's from the sugar. So like traditional brewers don't usually add sugar, but Belgians do because they're a little bit wacky and they're a little bit out there. Um, but yeah, there there might be a hint of apple in there. You know. So, yeah. But but so huh. the, here's the good thing. The good news is. D, which you guys really liked, uh, is available at the local liquor stores all the time. Really? You don't have to stand in line <laughs> you don't at have to four show in the at, morning at midnight. and dodge the homeless. You know, it's, it's cool. So D was actually Rochefort 10, which is another um, Trappist beer. 
Rochefort 10. Rochefort 10. And, and I can get that at, at Apple Jacks and Wheat Ridge Absolutely. or in Boulder at your finer breweries here or, or yes. stores. Liquor Mart. Liquor Mart. Liquor Mart. Yes. Liquor so it's, it's not cheap, though. You know, this is like seven fifty for just like an 11-ounce bottle. Okay. But, you know, it's cheaper than $100 for a six-pack. Oh, my God. C. <laughs> C. Hey, everybody's finishing C, man. There's no leaving any bit of C. This is high dollar. No, so, uh, and just to go down the list, like A was the rarest of the Trappist ones, and, and you, I think uh, that one sort of got panned by people. Right? It was well, too not sweet. by me. I, I liked, like I like the sweetness. I thought maybe you had added something to A. Yeah, I didn't add anything. And okay, it's actually the newest Trappist monastery, which is in um, Austria. Really? Yeah. I just thought it, it tasted too much like metal. It's called I Gregorius. I agree with it. the metallic. Yeah. Metallic. Yeah, okay. absolutely. So, and then uh, B was the St. Bernardus App 12, which is not a Trappist, but is a strong Belgian dark. Wow. And a lot of people often say they like that one better than Westy 12. <laughs> I thought that um, one was too plain. So, it was like super carbonated, but not a lot of flavor in my opinion. Yeah. So it just That's goes it just goes to show you, though, it's not about what's the best pair, it's about what you like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And everybody's palate's different. So, like, you know. I don't have a sweet tooth. Exactly. So, I hate yeah. IPAs. Yeah. And well, I'm more of a stout or ale or a porter drinker. So, yeah. Belgian beers don't really do it for me that much. And I love Belgium. And, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm all about the blackberry wheat. So, I, I'm actually. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from, the blueberries. dude? Left blueberries. Left I'm all about the apricot boy. ale. I'm actually going to Belgium in a few weeks. What? what? Yes. Oh. No! No! For epic beer tour. Dude, stop. Really? Yes. Dude, yes. you're going yeah. to Belgium? Uh, How long is um, your trip? It's going to be 10 days. I'm going to spend oh my three, gosh, three days man. in Amsterdam and the rest of the time uh, all throughout Belgium. Dude, that's wow. ridiculous. Yeah. When we come back, we're going to do a little media review, and we're going to finish our beers, and then we're going to shut her down. Oh, and the contest. Yes. When we come back. The Trail Show, less gear, more beer. This is definitely the beer show. Of darkness, Max and Delo. All right, folks, we just got poured another freaking beer. Um, Mike Scooby Page has poured us something that's been aged in a rum barrel. Rum barrel, yes, this one's called Drum from Crystal Springs. I think wow. it's their stout that they aged in the rum barrel. Mm. You know, I've had some oak aged stouts and some oak aged beers in general, and I've, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's an oak barrel that's had rum in it, but I'm definitely picking up some some type of wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I get a little bit of like, like almost like a rich butterscotch. Oh, for thing. sure. Yeah. Th- this for is sure. All, this is a dessert beer. This yeah. is a dessert beer. Really this is. is the beer that I need to be at home with, and I don't have to drive because you could buy the could, fire. Where yeah. do where do you find this one? Because I haven't seen this one before. Cured, cured. They sell a lot of meat products, really and cheese, but they have this tiny little beer shop in the back. Where, where is this? It's business? on Pearl Street. It's on it's on East Pearl Street. Get out, they, man. They do that it. Is so, so good. for our listeners in Nigeria, if you ever come to Boulder, now you know where to go. There, there's a meat shop that's got some beer in the back, and it's fantastic. So check it out, people. All it right. It is really good. It is really good. Max. You tell that guy 
That that is fantastic. I will. All right, this is the beer show, folks, not the gear show. So get into That's it. That's right. <laughs> Max, we reviewed a movie this month. Well, it's kind of a legendary PCT documentary. Yes. It's about eight years old at this point in the making. But it just came out. Just came out. Delo's well, holding up the cover right now. Somebody it's, take a picture of me and post it onto our Facebook page. The Facebook. Beauty. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Tell It on the Mountain at www.tellonthemountain.com by Sean Carrigan and Lisa Diener. Um, I thought it was an excellent documentary. I was blown away. I'm not going to lie. I I had no, I had no idea. I hadn't seen a trailer. Hadn't really heard about content yeah. going into the movie. And, and when it started, we were both like, uh, first ten or fifteen minutes, I thought it'd be kind of a yeah. I was well, worried. Well, I mean, I, to be to be frank with our listeners, which we try to do, I thought I was getting ready to watch a PBS style documentary, and you know, take that for what it is, but. I mean, Sean did a great job of letting the hikers tell their story. And he he edited it so that it really focused on about five or six different hikers telling why it is that, you know, what draws them to the trail, what would would draw them to doing a long-distance hike like the PCT. It it, it was fantastic. And what – I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dio. May I? Because I actually just totally interrupted you. I tried tried to speak – quicker than you but I, I did. <laughs> come on man all right After so you. one of the things that i want to throw out there is that i watched this uh over the course of two nights and i have to say i didn't watch it on a weekend night so i felt like i had to do it before this thursday so it was it was actually kind of like doing homework I was like, yeah. oh i gotta watch a dvd uh, you know <laughs> i didn't want to do it but yeah. i watched about two-thirds of it the first night and the last third of it the second night right and one of the things that both myself and my wife who is not a true hiker noticed was just how much this just captured the essence of what oh, a, a absolutely what a lovely through hike really can be, and yep. it was just like th- these guys just love it. You know, even Scott Williamson, who's as crazy as he is, as gung ho and Henry Rollins style as he is, because um, that guy is definitely like Henry Rollins. Does he have awesome hiker. neck? He does. He's pretty in shape. Um, yeah, you but think? You, yeah, just a little bit. You know, you see him just trucking down the trail, and it's uh, like, dude, dude, what? Forty miles a day every day. Every I had day. to slow down to thirty eight. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it just really captured the essence. Yeah. Just it was yeah. just a lovely thing. It's like we're out here four or five months. You know, we've left yeah. it all behind. And we actually met sauerkraut yeah. on the second go. We didn't realize it. We, I mean, we met him at Kennedy Meadows and. He knew who we were because of the mm-hmm. documentary. We didn't know who he was because this he, movie wasn't out He was out the yet. guy who was uh, the, the herniated disc. Got big yes. props to him, yep. man. Four weeks after surgery, back out on the trail trying to hike. And, and, like, and his girlfriend was so supportive. Oh like, we'll God. do what we can. We'll have a great trip. We'll, yeah. we'll spend time camping on the Pacific Coast. It's all good. But again, that's that's the spirit right there. They were out there the next year or two years yep. later, whatever it was, and they finished up. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's oddly enough, when we ran into Sauerkraut, it was mm-hmm. in 2008, when he was finishing up, we had no idea of his his story and for, and I actually didn't realize who he was until I watched the movie yeah. here five years later oh, and wow. it's nuts I want to get back in touch with him now know, and be like hey too. dude remember we shared a campfire at Kennedy Meadows but there was a Billy Goat very well known PCT yep. celebrity yeah. Scott Williamson yes but there was some what I consider you know regular yeah. everyday people to me the Spanish gentleman oh, really oh, dude, that res- guy. he was very passionate and soulful and introspective and I felt I don't want to give it away for those who haven't yeah. seen it yet, but I just felt, dude, that, that guy brought me to almost brought me to tears and, like three times. And I'm on not, a personal level, 
you know, software developer goes back to the daily grind. I'm like, oh, that hit a little too close to home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not that I develop software, yeah. but IT monkey. But in any case. I mean, he really oh, I... had the best personalities to tell the story of what what is it all about? What it, is walking that distance And it was the about? couple, the challenges of walking as a couple. And, yep. And I, I related to that. And it was yeah, just. Yeah, and then their dog died. I was like. Oh. Great! Oh, oh yes. come on! And yeah, nine, come on. Nine hey, months spoiler later, alert! Nine spoiler months later, alert. they had a child. Hey man, you're <laughs> giving, no, no, no Milo, stop! You're giving the come on, man. That's, no, that come doesn't. On, that's not even giving away the story. Oh. People have babies. People's dogs die. <laughs> but I think you know it's a documentary about through hiking the PCT. Like, oh, you know how the story's going to end. <laughs> Some people are going to end, finish the trail, and some aren't, right? That's the documentary of the PCT. And on a personal level, I was glad to have our personal German translator for the German lullaby. So. Yeah, there you go. And I would just throw in, um, if you're a thru-hiker that's having trouble kind of selling the concept of, of thru-hiking to your family, now that you need to sell it, I mean, it's a personal decision to go hike 2,000 miles. But if you've got a bunch of folks around you, whether it be family or friends, that don't get it, and have no no idea of like why you'd want to do this. This movie, out of all the documentaries that I've seen, I think would be the one to give them and be like, watch this and let's talk about what I'm doing. And, and no offense to Squatch, but don't watch his movies if you want to sell your family on through. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, being serious, Squatch's movies are for the through hikers. Yeah. This one, I think, is for the people who, what is this all about? And they can see the pilgrimage. Yeah. It is a pilgrimage. Yeah, but even for someone who's triple crowned, I mean, this this movie kind of spoke directly to me. And I oh. kid you not, I was almost moved to tears multiple times. That, again, the Spanish gentleman, I, yeah, I was blew aching. Me away. His name was Iñaki. Iñaki. I mean, he was just, I was yeah. aching watching his story. I, I agree. Really was. I agree. Scooby, so, you, you, so, you got to see this, man. Yeah, yeah it sounds actually pretty yeah. good. And so there's going to be a contest around this film, correct? Yes. There is. So... Disco, do you want to take this, or would you like no, me to give take it? Well, I think we both scoop. can take it. So so how many copies do we have for the giveaway for our listeners? Well, um, Sean promised five, so we have five okay, copies. Okay, so we've got five copies. Now, one copy we definitely want to throw out, and, and this goes out to all our listeners. We need a new Trail Show logo. Um, we've got some different opportunities coming up as far as advertising goes, and we need a professional logo from someone who's got some legitimate graphic design experience, <laughs> unlike myself, who's just a hack. I threw together our current trail show We do love the caricatures. Well done, Yes, Bob. Yes. The caricatures were awesome, but I'm, I'm talking about the full package of throwing the caricatures or some, some other concept in with text and graphics, and we need a legitimate trail show logo. Some so, mountains. We need some mountains. So this logo. is a call the to beer all... Cans. Ma- beer cans. Yeah, yeah. This is beer a- cans, but not necessarily littered on the ground because no. that would give off the wrong image, but maybe an unopened plethora Whatever. We'll let cans. them do it, yeah. right? Yeah. We're losing D-Lo again. So here's the deal. No, you're not. I'm he- just trying to here's the deal. guide our listeners. We need, by April 15th, we need our listenership to submit trail show logos to, we've got a new email, contest at thetrailshow.com. Oh, submit any, any and all graphic design um, it, logos to... All submitted de- designs will become property of the trail show. Yeah. <laughs> you are going to have to sign rights away to the logo because we're going to be using the heck out of it. But anyway, you're going to get a free copy of... This Tell it on the mountain. You're also excellent, gonna, excellent documentary. You're also going to get a free copy of I Hike, signed by me. And what else can, uh, what else can we sweeten the pot a with? A pint glass. A, a trail show pint a glass. And, trail show thong. And a trail show thong. Let's do this. 
Let's let's go all in for the graphic design winner. Whoever wins, and we're basically going to vote on it, and we're going to announce the winner on the April show. And we'll do um, say one through five, and the other yeah two through five will get a copy of the video. I like it. I like it too. The I grand like prize it. winner gets all the swag. Should the should the runners up get thongs or the video? No, 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 no. Just the, the video. video. Okay. Yeah, the runners up. The winner gets the thong. So two through That's five right. gets a video, and the the actual winner gets a video plus the other swag we just. Pint glass, plus book, squat, and thong. Plus yes. Squatch wearing the trail show thong. Nice. Yeah, I don't know about that. But anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that might no, turn away people. Don't do that. Yeah, don't we don't want to. We're going to lose seriously. listeners right and left if we do stuff like that. So so we're going to put the specs of exactly what kind of um, JPEG file you need to submit on our Facebook page. So check out facebook.com slash the trail show for all the details on what you need to submit and formatting. And we look forward to your submissions. This is going to be cool. Yeah, and I again, like it. great documentary. Seriously, yeah, Sean did a great job. I highly recommend this and Lisa. really to anyone. And Lisa, yeah, both of them. Uh, Dilo, did you have something you wanted to share with the uh, with your class show and tell? Yeah, real. Whoa, whoa, Quick. whoa! What do you got there, Dilo? Well, I re- I read a book. Um, a called... book. Wow. Yeah, I read a book. I did. It's called A Child's Walk in the Wilderness by Paul Monino. It's uh, the subtitle is An Eight-Year-Old Boy and His Father Take on the Appalachian Trail. And um, it's a great book. I know none of you guys read it, so uh, this discussion is going to be kind of limited because it's just me talking here. But it was, um, it was a good book. Very, very, um, it was kind of in the spirit of most AT uh, books where it's kind of like, hey, we're in the AT, we're staying in shelters, we see these characters. One of the things that he, um, that the author Paul did do was uh, focus on Benton McKay's and Myron oh. Avery's take on what the AT should be. Hmm. Wow. So these guys really chose to kind of associate with Benton McKay and Myron Avery. The other interesting thing was just, you know, hiking with your eight-year-old son, which as a new father, I'm kind of fond of. I really like that idea. And I think it was pretty amazing that this uh, eight-year-old kid didn't want the trail to end when he was up in Maine, you know, halfway through the 100-mile wilderness hmm. And he was kind of like, well, wait, wait, Dad, we're we're done. We're gonna go. We're gonna be done with this. I don't want to go home. What, what are we doing here? This this is gonna end soon. So that was kind of hmm. interesting. How even an eight year old child could just kind of feel the end of, you know, a, a different style of life and going back to the grinds. Granted, Ugh. he was homeschooled, yeah. so he didn't. You know, it was a little bit different for this eight year old child than most eight year old children who go to school, get on the school bus, walk to school, whatever it is, but, you know, had that regimented routine. This guy probably had a little bit of a less regimented routine being homeschooled, but he still kind of felt, you know, this is awesome and yeah, real life and, is and not. It's about, it's about to end. <laughs> yeah. um, so, The Child's Walk in the Wilderness An Eight Year Old Boy and His Father Take on the Appalachian Trail by Paulie Molino. Great story, very entertaining a good read, and just not just yet another AT story, but pretty close, but not quite. Good read. I'd recommend it. Get it at your local library. Yep. Where'd you get it? Just cool. out of curiosity. Uh, somebody bought it for me for my birthday. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Happy birthday. How, so how many, I mean, I know when I hiked, there was actually a family that hiked, and it was like mom, pops, and a daughter and a, and a son. And mm-hmm. the son, I think, was like nine years old or something. Yeah. It, how common is this? Do you know? I don't think it's very common. Yeah. You Although do, you, I've, I feel like we've seen families on every single through hike we've had. Yeah, but we've seen like one. Yeah, yeah. it's true. The Lou asses. Not, it's not common. Yeah, I remember the Lou asses. Yeah. I saw them on the CDT. 
All right. Yeah. So I would like to thank our beer and bandwidth sponsors for tonight. Glenn Van Pesky, Bobby Walters. Big ups, Glenn. Greg Brulette, GBGuitars.com. Beautiful guitars, people. Sean Emery and Wayne Norman. And Mike Scooby Page. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. Hey, man. expert. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thank we, you so much. We are not worthy, but we were so stoked to do, thank you so much. To do the beer It was an honor night. to have, you know, be on the show. You know? And thanks for keeping cool. us honest with your uh, very anonymous beer test there. That's, yeah. That was Isn't good. Isn't that cool? Would you yeah. be open to coming back uh, later this year? And Absolutely. Doing? Yeah. Whenever. Cool. Cool. Call me up. Sweet. Let's bring, right, him, let's bring him back in August when it's real hot. <laughs> <laughs> when it's and, like... and it, he can come in here and make some bread. Jeez. <laughs> oh, All right. Thanks to everyone for tuning in today. Today's show was sponsored by the Trail Show Cafe Press online store. Head on over to cafepress.com slash the trail show to find all the trail show swag you could possibly need and then some. They've got coffee mugs, pint glasses, stickers, magnets, beer labels, hoodies, hats, t-shirts, and now thongs. Yeah. All with the Trail Show logo. We get 20% of the profits, which helps us keep the show afloat. You'll be helping us while showing your support for the show at the same time and getting your girlfriend something she really wants. That's cafepress.com slash the trail show. Thank you. You can always find us at thetrailshow.com on Facebook slash the trail show. Twitter slash trail show and cafepress.com slash the trail show. Scooby, you got anything you want to plug? Anybody, any breweries, uh, any websites? Drink, drink more beer. Yeah. Drink more beer. Yes. We do that every month. And, Let's gear more uh, beer, people. Don't, don't drink the pyramid. No. Okay. <laughs> you, you heard it here first, folks. We'll be back in April with a brand new episode of the trail show. If your business or website is interested in advertising on the Trail Show, please email our large advertising staff and Delo at sales at thetrailshow.com. Until then, for the Princes of Darkness, Delo, Mags, and Scooby, I'm Disco. Get we'll on the trail! We'll see you next month. Ciao. Get on the trail! Woo! Beer so. D. Top 10 Shelter Etiquette Breaches. Number. 10. Drawing chalk lines to mark your space. Number 9. Surrounding self with mousetraps. <laughs> Number 8. Warming hands in neighbor's butt crack. Number 7. Announce I'm a helpless snore just before falling into a dreamy sleep. Number 6. Says, pardon me, may I use your piss bottle? Number 5. Leaves Benoit balls out. Number four, in full view, applies Vaseline to crotch rock. Number three, lights, farts, and giggles like a lunatic. Number two, keeps creeping closer during the night. And the number one, shelter etiquette breaches. Tells people to keep it down before sundown and exclaims, I don't know about you, but I got some hiking to do tomorrow.